Hey, you guys, welcome to UBI Podcast, uh, presented by AML Media. Love you, Mom. Uh, I'm Gene Laborde, my co-host, Stephen Laborde, working on the hard work, doing all the good stuff, is Rachel Laborde. This is UBI Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Let's go have some fun. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of UBI. Um... Where we, uh, you know, let you know that you're going to be all right through this crazy world we live in. Um, we're just going to get it over, get it at the top of the show and not rehash it because we don't need to open that wound again. Philly's lost in a traumatic way at home two nights in a row. Um, but we got other sports, so you'll be all right. It, it sucks. but that, well, The game seven, I was not all right that night. No, I, mean, I I did not text you. I yeah, let you go. I took it. I mean, I saw it coming after the game six loss, and just yeah. I mean, the, the, what was so upsetting about it was obviously the disappointment. Can we just talk about it for a couple minutes? Go ahead. It was disappointing, obviously, because we were favored in that series, and there was no way they were going to beat us in Citizen Bank Ballpark two nights in a row. And right. we were killing. We had game scored ten runs on them at one point. Scored and six runs on them on the next night. Those were all correct assumptions. Right. I, I'm not. But what upsets me the most about the whole thing is people were excited nationally. Uh, you know, I'm a big sports radio and sports TV, YouTube, all that. And I watch a lot of national guys, and they were excited about the Phillies. When they usually hate on any team we have. Well, just their their mindset is baseball's like. We cover as little baseball as possible because it just doesn't bring in ratings. Yeah. But they were talking about the Phillies because of Bryce Harper. And they were talking about how this is really good for baseball mm-hmm. because these guys hit dingers. Their crowd's nuts. It's fun. It's a fun te- it was a fun team to watch. We could hit a home run at almost any point in the lineup. And Yeah, and we were getting like respect nationally as a, a baseball town. Like People wow. weren't hating. Which is usually all we get. The fans were showing up, giving the fans back home, showing up to those games, and doing it right, not making asses of ourselves. Yeah. Um, it does, you know what, though? It, and it's happened before, but seeing all the memes and stuff of them greasing the polls for game six, and then we lose, and it's like, all right, well, polls are still greased. They got the barriers up. We're all good to go, and then... It sucks must be cleaning a greased-off pole after a loss like that. Well, you know what? Our, our big big money guys just stopped hitting the baseball. Yeah. Baseball's a weird sport. Uh, and our the pitchers that I thought we thought weren't that great were showing up for the most part. This is what they had going. They had a game plan. They recognized at the, in the last game in Arizona that these guys were swinging at everything. Because they were just hitting homers. They were, kill- They were, you know. And they just pitched pitched off the plate, and our, our best hitters were, were flailing. Yeah. So it was a great season. We beat the Braves. We, we eliminated the Braves two seasons in a row, and that's awesome. Yeah, when we were totally not supposed to. Like you kind of said, that was a small victory. That was like our World Series. I didn't really think we were a World Series team, but I said to you before the series, if the Braves, if we bounce the Braves – that's big time because mm-hmm. the Braves were the best team in baseball in the regular yeah. season by a lot. But, you know, it's easy to say that, but 
Baseball is weird that way. It is painful to watch that loss, especially two nights in a row. It felt like it felt like forty eight hours of a, of a single game almost the way yeah. it, it played out. I knew though after game six, I was like, these guys aren't hitting, and that doesn't just click. Yep. You know what I mean? So, go birds. Yeah. So we had uh, at least we had the Eagles win in fashion in the Kelly Green, which was. They fucking looked so cool. Beautiful. In that Kelly Green. Like we were saying, it's something must have changed. The silver popped better. The new age helmets look so cool in it. I was watching first person I did I saw on TV was Jason Kelsey warming up in it. And I was like, that dude is the that's what he should be wearing all the time outside of football. He should yeah. go to restaurants in Kelly Green. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he should. Uh it was cool because you grew up at the very tail end of the Kelly, you probably don't even remember the Kelly. Not, Green. not really. So a whole new generation got to see the Kelly Greens, and uh, I didn't hear a bad review about it. No. And listen, I know they're not going to switch back to the Kelly Greens, so people on, you know, Twitter and everything, it's not going to happen. But the old school Eagles logo, when it's a full eagle with a ball in its talons, is clean, and they couldn't integrate that into the. But yeah, it was great, and. Um, the Dolphins are mortal. Yeah. We showed them. I mean, our game plan works perfectly on them. Got Julio Jones had a I – mean, he didn't score that that play, but got Julio Jones involved, which, like, you know, he, he was there for three days of practice, basically. And Yeah. Apparently, A.J. Brown is our GM because he got – Well, I told you that. They're like boys from back in Tennessee. Well, that's – I mean, they signed him basically because A.J. Brown was like, he's a great guy, and – they needed a little depth at receiver. I don't know how much he's going to do. But now that Kevin Bayard, the safety, yep. beautiful trade. Beautiful trade. I, Howie Roseman. Yeah, man. I mean, how, why do these teams still trade with us? I mean, it, we didn't, like, fleece them. No. Gave up two picks and a player. But end a player perfect for us because, you know, who? That that's that guy is like Dak Prescott's kryptonite. He's thrown so many interceptions to Dak. Like all of Cal- yeah, like they were showing the NFC stats and like he's got it. He's got three interceptions on each of the team and played in twi- like played each team twice. Yeah. Basically, like it's crazy. So he's gonna come to NFC and I think he's got Dak Prescott's number. And he's just a great uh, culture locker room guy. He's also a hometown hometown kid. boy. So we, boys we home. do that. We're doing that a lot now. Hey, um, something in that water, boys. Good. Uh, it's good things to come. I hope yeah. Jalen's got a little bit of a banged up knee, apparently. Mm. Jalen Carter's hurt again too. No, no, you know Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. I'm sorry. A big boy, man. Yeah, and yeah. he's been playing so good. But the strength of this team, there's a lot of them, but the the biggest strength is the the defensive line depth. So, um, so to get into the uh, story of uh, while the birds were playing. Um, I was preparing for my, not my first, but my second colonoscopy of the year. Getting them in? Yeah. Um, all went well. They were able to get the thing that they needed to get out, which they couldn't do the first time. I don't know why. A polyp? It was yeah. a giant one, and it was really wide. Did they show it to you? No. We have pictures. We have pic- Yeah, you get pictures. And I haven't seen these yet? Well, you haven't been here, but it, it, it doesn't, it just looks... Like someone took a, a red and a darker red crown and colored on the paper. I have to see this. <laughs> Shut to you. It's uh, like when you say it was really big. How big? Like a uh, it's three. Sun- anything over three centimeters, they consider 
possibility for cancerous. So like a fingernail? I don't know. Four. It was four it was, centimeters. But it was four. I would say, yeah, probably like a pinky nails, four, four centimeters. Yeah, that or the ring finger, something yeah. like that. Okay. Um, so that went well? Yeah, so the prep went a lot better this time because I was basically dying last time I did it. I was having a hard time. Basically, you, you do two uh, waves of taking these pills. You have 15 minutes. Uh, or like half 20 hour. minutes. You have 20 you minutes. To take one every two minutes. Yeah, to take 12 pills and drink like the 16 ounces of water. And then you literally just piss out your ass. Yeah. I mean, people say that, but this is actual like by the end of it, it looks like someone peed in the toilet. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, And I was fucking hungry, dude. I was so hungry doing this. Uh, of course, when you have to fast, you feel extra hungry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but the first time, like, we didn't realize how sick you were because you weren't hungry oh, at yeah, all. Oh, yeah, you were on death's doorstep. Yeah, I couldn't even. I was having a hard time swallowing the pills. Like, I, I to get 16 ounces of water in me, I was like, I don't think I can do this. But so it was a lot easier. Prep went fine. Knew what to expect. That also always helps. Uh, felt cleaned out. Um, got in. Took me in right away. But this time was a little bit different. So it's a different doctor. I don't know if he is special. If he's a higher up or specialized in this. But the first time, I wasn't feeling good, and I told him I was like, I'm a little bit nervous, kind of. And like all the nurses, like I mean, I had like six nurses in there. They're IVing me up, and they're like, "You're gonna be okay. We do this all the time." This is the first time. This is you're the first about? time. Okay. And I'm like, I'm I'm nauseous, and this is when I was loaded like crazy they're like you look uncomfortable i was like i am (laughs) everyone kind of mentioned it to me and i was like yeah i'm I'm not feeling great um but they gave me all these different medicines call me sweetheart all this stuff doctor came in he was like you know what give him another shot of this let's really calm him down and stuff so i was like all right cool this time shot of what uh i I wasn't sedative no it was just to help with the nausea. I forget what it is. But it enough was like for Benadryl. Yeah, enough for the doctor came in. He was like, guys, just do that. That, sh- that should work. You know? Probably they were more like, let's just try a placebo thing. Because he looks really mad and upset. <laughs> I, what was, I wasn't mad or anything, but I was. You probably looked like it. They well, don't one, know. you just got done. Pe- so I'm like, I could at any. I feel like if I sneeze hard, there might be a little liquid to come out. And you also can't stand going to doctors. Yeah, and you're naked. Like, I'm, you're butt ass naked with only your socks on. With the gown on that barely fits me, and then their tiny little towel-sized <laughs> blanket. A gown should never be like, oh, this is a little snug. Hence the- <laughs> and that's after they said, hold on, let me get you a bigger one. Can we? Get- it, it's literally a sheet. Yeah. Um, and it's so weird having your bare ass on the gurney like that. Uh, but the first time, they're fucking really trying to like do it up. Second time, nurses are cool. I know what to expect. But then the doctor comes in. Were they the same nurses? No, but it's the same floor and okay. stuff. Okay. Um, but they were more, oh, you've had this done before. It was more transactional. And I, I I, wasn't like, I'm nervous. I was like, yeah, let's get this going. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then a doctor comes in, and he starts rattling off all this shit about, like, he's like, I, I think uh, it, it costs this much money, but I think, um, you know, we should get a genetics test done on you because you're only 31. You have this pile up. The chances of that are 15% of colon cancer and starts like rattling off all this shit about colon cancer and how there's been a crazy increase on it. Um, he thinks really? I should get this test. He's like, if I can't get it, um, then he goes, um, you know, since we're going so deep in there, there's a possibility I could puncture your colon, which means, you know, you'd, you know, you'd have a colonoscopy bag and all this shit. And I'm like, why are you saying this before? That's a death sentence, a and, colostomy bag. And he said, I've said on this show, I think if I get a colostomy bag, you put me out. 
just a bullet. Let me go and test all of the drugs in the world, and then let me just fucking jump. Well, awesome. you, Rachel, would, would you be okay with that? If he if he was just like, uh, I'm done. Colonoscopy bag at thirty one. It's a colostomy bag, <sighs> not a colonoscopy bag. Uh, just yeah. so the people know what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. I yeah, th- I don't know. I, I wouldn't so be miserable. cool with you uh, spending all our money trying all the drugs, but the drugs I'm talking about are pretty cheap. But I and would, I would highly consider taking you to one of the places that does uh, assisted. I would be he miserable. Would, he would be terror. He would be a. Yeah. Con- yeah. He, he would ruin I, your life. Mm-hmm. Or I might find I'm Even like, dude, more. I don't ever have to poop again. Yeah, you know what? You might have a whole new. No. Regardless, he's he's saying all this, and he goes, "I've been doing this for." If you if you have a fucking new fresh outlook on life because you got a colostomy bag, you don't deserve to be alive. Anymore. Yeah, because actually, I I enjoy a good poop. It really can change the day. I do think there might have been a big difference in doctors too, because the first one was a gastroenterology doctor. This was a colon surgeon, a colorectal uh-huh. surgeon. So I feel like surgeons have a different like bedside manner than it, they doctors. have none. yeah yeah very yes talk about tra- say it again transactional like very just like so so let's get so he's scaring the shit out of you yeah and you know f- any questions and i'm like N- no and he go at one point he says i'm doing this 15 years i've only done that twice and i go okay you know that feels good and then he kind of throws in there it's like well also sometimes we can treat it with an antibiotic and i was like dude that's a huge gap there between <laughs> yeah. a colostomy bag and maybe we can take do it with a uh, fucking antibiotic white guy mm-hmm okay kind of doofy looking white guy to be honest so surgeons are a different breed man you never know you know uh plus uh, if you're super doofy and awkward and weird like if you ever want to get laid you kind of have to be a surgeon or well something. and i'm I like when this is going on like i'm kind of like eyeing this guy up like the way he's handling papers like i want to be like what's his dexterity like i know that sounds weird but like <laughs> Well, he is warning you he's going to puncture your colon, possibly. Well, yeah, and, like, you know, he's kind of fumbling through the papers because, you know, I had to sign something extra. I had a Like a base- release form? You always have to do those, but I was doing an extra one. Uh, when I woke up from the thing, I had to spit in this stuff, and they send it away, and they can test genetics. And he was like, I highly advise because sometimes we can catch things early for you, and then also if you have family members, they probably share some of those genes for you're more likely to have this type of cancer and Did shit Did you have like to that. pay for it out of pocket? He told me to because insurance, if I use insurance, it covers that. It would cost me more. Yeah, and he goes. So he was sale, selling you something, possibly. Fear, fear tactics. Maybe. Well, I don't understand why he was even talking to you about that because I had already accepted that weeks ago. Well, I mean, and he might just be well, going he's through not his good sh- with paperwork. He wasn't <laughs> even looking. Yeah. And he's just going through his spiel. Like if I thought, like, I was like, is he reading this? See, this is the problem with medicine at this point. It's such a trans- transactional uh, what, industry now. Like, these people... Uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I don't want to get sidetracked yeah. on my... But dis- I did. I said, you know what? I, I am young to have this kind of going on, so it costs 340 bucks, and if for a little peace of mind, and he's recommending it, I was like, fine. <laughs> well, peace of mind or more things to worry about. True. But uh, w- was he familiar with what had gone on, like, a few months ago? Uh, I'll get to that. Okay, go ahead. So he's going over all this, and then he starts talking. I don't know why he goes off in this, because it's almost like he kept selling. Like, I was like, you know, I'll, okay, cool. Like, no, when you have it, quit selling. He goes, you know, he starts talking about survivor's guilt with me. He's like, I know it's, sometimes it's weird, because, like, you know, uh, you, you know, like, say, like, your brother gets col- colon cancer, and you don't, 
you know, sometimes there's things called survivor's guilt where you're like, you don't have those genes. And I'm just kind of sitting there like, what is, why is he talking? <laughs> yeah, the this? only time people use the term like survivor's guilt usually is like a, a plane crash. It's just crazy. There's people who survive on plane crash where everyone else dies. It's really fascinating. Check it out. But I've never heard of survivor's guilt like my sibling got cancer. Well, I guess he, it makes a little sense. I guess, yeah. But once again, he's going off this tangent. I think he was killing time looking back but anyway sign the paperwork and uh he doesn't ask anything because he has all my stuff so he knows yeah you know like my liver or whatever and then the fucking um uh anesthesiologist comes in they like forgot to have him come in this guy is a prick of all pricks this is like the fucking movie stereotype asshole doctor he comes in he does not break eye contact from his phone and he goes, uh, have you ever done this before? Okay. Um, and then he looks at the paper and he goes, uh, what's this whole liver thing? <laughs> like the way he's like, what's this whole liver thing about? And I was like, well, I, he's like, it, it, alcohol? What is it? And this kind of like is barking at me. And I was like, I don't know, man. And he was like, okay, uh, see so you're overweight here. He goes, I see you're overweight <laughs> here. Overweight. And I was like, yeah. He goes, all right, cool. And then just walks out. Now, keep in mind, they have all my stats. This guy knows how much shit to give me before coming in here. He just needs me to sign a paper. I was like, this guy just said this thing's being an asshole. Yeah, my first instinct when you said he was being a Asian guy, too. Fat shimmer. My mom has always told me, like when I had surgeries and stuff, I don't know why it stuck in my head, but she always says anesthesiologists are all always assholes. This guy is a fuck, was a dickhead. And I think maybe because they're all I know why. Because they have to go through a, a shitload of schooling and training but they don't get the respect other doctors do. Maybe. Because don't you have to be a doctor to be a, a full full anesthesiologist? But I'm having a weird memory. I they think there's also something with anesthesiologists, like they have a lot of power. Well, it's oh, a lot yeah. Of, it's a, it's a, so they and a get lot can like fall a, on them, too. Yeah, they get like... It, you know what I mean? Because, like, say I do, like, go in cardiac arrest, he's the car... The, he's on the hook. Yeah, that person's on the hook. But not really. That's why he's signing all these waivers. Yeah, but regardless, he was just an asshole, and I was like, cool. Uh, and, I like, I, I don't even think I've young seen guy, him Young guy, old guy? Young guy. You gotta learn how to fucking describe these people to us. Young like Asian guy, in shape. Um, Fat shame, an shape. asshole. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, I just... I, was, I, I, I've, I've run into those people. I know. I at least the other fat. doctor was, like... It just was a little weird. This, I was like, this guy's yeah. ass, man. Um, so they get me, you know, I'm basically ready. Like, all right, we're going to take you back. <laughs> and so they take me down the hallway. And the nurse talking to me, being real nice, trying to spark up conversation. And I'm like, I just, I can't wait for them to put me to sleep. When I, when they bring me into the room, my doctor, I, he's fucking playing that bird game. <laughs> I see him sitting there. Angry birds? No, the one where, like, you got to, like, uh, hit the slopes. Like, you basically press down and, like, use the slopes to, like, um. Like scroller. Yeah, it's like a side scroll, but, like, you just try, you try and hit the ramps to get as far as you can in a certain Isn't amount of time. Angry no, 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 Angry Birds. No. Angry Birds is a really fun little cell phone game. Yeah, I this one I've play played this game again. too. People know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And like, you, it's just like you got to hit the. Hills I know that. Perfectly. I know. Like, you got to keep your momentum. Mm-hmm. I got you. But I, he he could hear me coming in. He didn't get. He just legs crossed playing it. And then I'm, I go, maybe he's just warming up his hands. He's getting, <laughs> you know, his. <laughs> uh, Any job becomes a routine. But right? so yeah, um, so then they. You got to do the awkward side flop where they go, all right, put you on your side, put the mask on you. And then the lady who's like, I'm going to be your 
she's, I guess, the anesthesiologist assistant, like the nurse. Mm. I was a little concerned. This lady got herself tangled in wires. <laughs> like, she, like, on trying to ravel this, like, way too long of a wire. She goes, hi, I'm Denise. And she was older, white lady. And she was just like, I'm sitting there. I was like, I feel like I should help her on this. <laughs> And she goes, yeah, no, no, in like five minutes or like, you know, within 60 seconds, we'll have you out. And she's like messing with these wires and stuff. And what they did this time that they must have did when I was sleeping last time. So hold on, time out real quick, just to get your mindset here. When you're going in for this, are you um, like scared a little bit that something's going to go wrong for real? This one, I was a little bit. Last time it was just like uh, I didn't want to poop and I just wasn't feeling good at all. This one, the doctor did scare me a little bit. I mean, before you even went there. Uh, no. Because this is not a, a, a like critical situation or like a rare surgery or anything. Not this is really. Like, it's like getting a tooth pulled. The only thing that scared me was that they said like, because they tried to start to take it out last time, but it was like cutting too deep because it was really wide mm-hmm. and it had like roots. So I was kind of just like concerned that it might have like something, something in it or whatever. But the I mean we got the pathology back; it's fine. Yeah. But it is scary sometimes when they cut into something, the cells actually start uh, growing faster. Or like as you cut in, you're like, oh, like, I mean, and then you the, keep going, and you're now like, he's really bleeding. Now, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like the thing on my neck. She was like, <laughs> and I was awake for that one. She goes, "Whoa, this thing's a lot deeper than I thought." I was like, "Keep that in your mouth, lady. Don't say that out loud." Yeah, like you don't know what's under the surface until you cut okay. in there. Um, so yeah, at this point, like I'm just like in my head. I'm like, just think good, kind of good thoughts. Uh, it is so crazy how like, literally, I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know what? I can't. And then I just woke up. It's you know, like mid sentence in my mind, I'm like, I wonder if I'm gonna. Did they like tell you to count backwards? Or they just put it on. Nah, just put. No, but what they did kind of it like woke me up a little bit. Is I get, it must have been like rubbing alcohol or something, some sort of antiseptic, and I didn't see it because I'm on my side and they're behind me, my ass just wide open for the whole room. It must be a huge sponge, and it was fucking freezing cold. She just shoves it in your ass crack, and like. You know, my butthole's a little raw at this point from doing all the pooping. So it hit, and it was it was like they, she stuck a huge ice cube down my ass crack that stung a little bit. And then I was like, oh. And then she did it again. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, I was like, you should wait till we're asleep for this one. But What's the first thing you remember when you woke up? I don't know. You said I said something. Yeah, but- they they said, Eugene, you're all done. And you said, Yay. <laughs> I don't remember that. And then they said, how are you feeling? And you said, hungry. Well, there you go. And then you fell asleep again. Yeah, I don't remember that. And then I think you woke up when she was talking to us. She was, I like her a lot, but she talks really loud and fast. So I was like, whoa, you're kind of, I was, because you were like half asleep and she was like going on looking at you. I'm like, I don't think he's taking in any of this. I know last time you were like, remember they said this too? And I was like, no. Last time, I think they did give you a ton of stuff for nausea. Remember, you had, like, the behind-the-ear patch that yeah. I wasn't allowed to touch mm-hmm. because I wouldn't be able to drive. Behind-the-ear patch? Yeah, it's this thing. Like a fentanyl patch? No. That would have been sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, nah, uh, it's just this, like, little sticker thing, but they have to give you a warning that it messes with your vision, and it did. Hmm. She was like, don't touch it, and then if you do touch by accident, do not touch your face. It will mess with your vision. I don't know what the hell it does, but then I remember getting dressed. I was like, I lost the patch, and she goes, all right, we'll find it. I don't know. But 
So surgery went well. It was just, it's just. How long was the procedure? How long were they inside your ass? It was really fast. I mean, they took him back. Like a half hour later, he was done. Yeah. Half hour, 45 minutes, I think. That's what I'm saying. Between prep, like prepping him and everything, I think total he was gone for like an hour. But I can track, like when he's in there, I can see if he's in the. <laughs> you basically the, get one of those restaurant buzzards. Yeah, and then there's a board, and it says he's in the pre, you know, he's getting ready. See, now yeah, the procedure started. Now the he's done with the procedure, but it's, you know. They're just turning them out, dude. They really are. Um, but, yeah, it's just, you know, it, it's funny because I wasn't nervous, and then that guy made me nervous, and then I was like, well, fuck the anesthesia. That guy's a prick. And then I go in there, my doctor is playing video games, and then I got a shock to the core of my butthole getting uh, clean. To me... There's part of me that's like, not the not the jerk off anesthesiologist, but like if the doctor's kind of playing around his phone, there's like part of me that's like, this isn't a big deal. Yeah, I I'm sure this guy has done some serious shit, and you know he's he's the guy who removes part of your intestines and shit. Over if you get and over, yeah, and over and over again. So I was once again wasn't nervous, but it did kind of spike like. I just, I guess he has to say that stuff, but also give me the option. Do you want to hear everything? Because I'd say, nah, man, I trust you. Like, no, you're... yeah, it's probably a legal thing. Yeah, put it in the paperwork that I won't read. Yeah, cover your ass that way. Because now I'm hearing it, and I start doing percentages. I'm like, I'm like, so if he does like a hundred of these in a week, there's a fifteen percent chance that fifteen of those people have cancer in their ass. God damn it. Well, at least, <laughs> at least, you're, if you have. Uh colon cancer uh you you would know by now right yeah the pathologist thing they that was negative and then we'll find out if i have any genes uh, well it, it's also to the thing i'm paying for they're like yeah there's thousands and thousands of genes they test for like 35 i was gonna ask if i'm paying for this can we do like a whole it's actually really cool pen? they take everything they study all your genes and then like and every any- year they get to like these companies get together to see if they have any matches and stuff, so then they can basically say for certain this leads to this. What but, I was gonna say uh, was, they they flag everything that's like an unknown if it's like an odd looking gene or whatever, and then in the future as things are discovered, they match up and they'll like contact you and they'll let you know like, hey, you should screen for this. We identified this gene mm-hmm. as tru- yeah, I got you. That's cool, kind of cool. I but think. yeah, I mean, all part of it too is like, say I get something back and it's like. You know, you have a high percent chance for this type of cancer. They encourage you to tell everyone like you're closely related to. Oh, and also if you have kids and stuff. I don't even want, like. Why would you even get that test? So that you can then not, not get to it early. Wants to walk around worrying about all this. Well, shit. Well, no. Then you get your screenings at the proper time, and then you find these things early, so you can. Fight He's them. also. This is the second time they said, because uh, they ask about family. And they said, well, your brother probably should uh, get a colonoscopy as well, too. Okay. <laughs> um, damn it, I, something else happened at the hospital. Anyway, it all went well. Got my thing scraped out. And uh, then I went home and made a lot of sandwich. And it was a uh, good day after then. It was uh, actually the one thing about doing the cleanse and then afterward, like you do feel clean. Like, I'm sure. Like when I ate, I felt like a spike of energy, kind of. Well, you were, yeah, well, you were. And then I kept eating, and then I felt a spike of, I want to take a nap. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. I bet. That must have been the best sandwich you ever had. It was, dude, I, cause I, 
I got a good piece of bread. Um, and I got a, a, a cheese I never tried before because they don't have, you know, like Cooper Sharp and stuff around here. Um, and then I got hoagie spread, which is like the chopped up, like um, sun dried tomatoes and stuff on there. And I got some uh, olive oil and vinegar Rookie on there. for the Italian. Yeah. So do you want to do you want to announce that you have dropped 100 pounds? Oh, yeah. So officially I am uh, 100 pounds lighter than I was three months ago. Not even three months. Yeah, End of August. Yeah. Two months. So Six weeks. I'm feeling it. My clothes. I I gotta say, my pants are annoying because they just fall down more than it more than they used to. Yeah. Get but you, it's a good thing. It's you should ser- be used to that. Yeah. Well, it's the combination of underwear I wear with my gym. Well, shorts. here's the deal. Like you're actually wearing pants again. Let's be honest. Yeah, I I do wear those pants. I uh we we went out to the comedy show and I was like, look, I have actual khakis on. Yeah. Yeah, now you're out dressing me. Because then I... Okay. <laughs> now I gotta wear pants. Because there was always... There's the time of the year, like, normally I would just have my golf shorts on and be the guy in shorts when it's like, guys, it's a little cold for shorts. Yeah. Yeah, you, you'll notice uh, a temperature adjustment that you have to kind of... even 100 pounds is a lot of pounds. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think we can just not mention that. No, nah, it feels good. Still losing, even though I'm fucking eating a pound of sandwich a day. Which uh, I gotta, I do gotta watch my sodium a little bit more, but I'm like rediscovering food again, basically. Shocker. <laughs> um, Nobody would ever look at you and guess this guy is not really uh, up on his food eating. I wasn't there for a while. That's the crazy thing, because now I'm excited to eat again. I used to be like, yeah, let's just get dinner, and I'll pick at it while I eat Skittles. For a while, we didn't learn, and we just kept ordering the same amount of food and spending the same amount of money, hoping that you'd eat it, and then... There was a period there I threw out quite a lot of money worth of food because I'd order it, and I'm like, I'll eat the leftovers tomorrow, and then just throw it out. But I have been doing better, because I've always... I still always, even when I was sick, I was like, still got to get an appetizer with with my meal. And now I still get Yeah, you, those habits don't go away. Just I do love an appy, dude. Sometimes I'll just do appetizers. Yeah. yeah well, you just got to be a little bit better about the quality of foods we put inside you. I felt now, once again, it's lunch meat. I know it's not great, but I was hungry to the point I was like, I'm, I was like, this is a better option than, because I, I, Arby's was going through my mind. As soon as I seen a burger, I was like, I was just going to McDonald's and get seven burgers. And I was like, I'll be healthy and I'll get lunch meat. Yeah. I mean, I get the I, I I get the mindset, but that was a that was like a celebration meal. That was. She's talking about moving forward. Mm-hmm. New habits are really hard to make if you like. I'll tell you what's harder for me than and never ever was is uh, I do I don't drink as much water as I used to, and I don't know why that is. What else are you drink? You're just not drinking anything. No, nah, I mean I I you're eating ice. Yeah, but not as much. Yeah, I do have. I have a ginger ale every night. That's my little. That's my. That's treat. beside the point. Okay, I mean, like, uh, so you're not drinking as much fluid. Yeah. I mean, your body was also, not in a healthy state. You were probably dehydrated. Yeah, that that could be it as well. And also, just not retaining as much of the water. Maybe my body like just doesn't need as much. Yeah, because I was retaining. If you look at my ankles, I wish I had a before and after picture of my ankles because it. When I put my. Oh, here's another thing. I put my own compression socks on the other day. It took me like 10 minutes. 
Seriously? Not 10 minutes, but okay. it was. it's not easy. They're hard to get. There's a lot of material, and it's just getting past the heel. That's that's the hard part. Well, if you keep dropping weight, you'd be able to touch your toes pretty easy. I can still touch them. I've always been able to touch my toes. I have short legs, and I'm flexible. But So why is it hard to get the socks on? Then? It's just because there's like it all balls up and it's not like it's meant to compress it's you know it doesn't have a lot of stretch to it and so to get all that over the heel like it's you gotta really i yeah. mean i like break a sweat trying to get it over you got i gotta like get, how often are you wearing them not as much but i just if i'm gonna if i know i'm gonna be like just sitting for a while i'll put them on i would if i were you uh, yeah i would just wear them while i sleep no yeah. i can't i can't wear anything on my feet i think I you're you're more so unless you're like bedridden um i think you're more so supposed to wear them like all day and then take them off at night okay well I, I, yeah i just if thought, i was unless a, you're like in bed all day too, if i was then. gonna do a long flight maybe i'd put them on yeah i think yeah, that would be one place where you should absolutely 100 percent wear them yeah. it's crazy how i and we experienced it with you how it is crazy how much like we're not supposed to be up in the air flying that fast. No, what it does to the, kill you. the body, it's crazy. Yeah, it's called a death zone for a reason. Yeah, dude, it's like, uh, like even health. Some healthy people just over the age of forty take a baby aspirin before every flight. Yeah, yeah, it's not uh really not supposed to be up there going that fast. It's pretty cool. It is cool. Yeah. Um, but besides that, uh, are you? Uh, can we look forward to the day? Like, are you gonna have to wear compression socks for the rest of your life? No, I don't think so. And I, I don't even know if I have to wear them now. I just do it because why not? Yeah, why? Yeah, it's and honestly, when it's cold out, it's kind of nice because I, I still like to wear gym shorts rather than pants. It's just it's more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So the because I go outside to smoke. You know, so having this the long socks on my gym shorts, I kind of yeah. look like a cholo. I'm the neighborhood cholo. Trust me, that ain't a cholo look. <laughs> They're clearly compression socks. But, uh, you know me, I'm a big sock guy, so. When I go, I'm surprised you don't have compression socks because you, you'll take normal tube socks and pull them up higher than they should go. You stretch them things out. Yeah, I love a sock. Give me, hey, listen. If you stretch compression socks, you might really like them. I don't need them. Hey, They're good dude. for recovery after you exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't been doing much of that. <laughs> Push-ups, that's it. I've been fucking lazy. Yeah, I've... Well, it's funny, too. I, I talked to Dad the other day, called him after a while. What do you think the first thing he said? Oh, who's this? And I was like, phone works both ways, guy. But he got, you know, I, was, I told him, I was like, yeah, man, I'm you know, still losing the weight and stuff. He goes, you exercise? And I go, nah, but I'm losing weight, so I'll take the, yeah. the victory. Yeah. Well, he's he's still alive, so that's good. Yeah. Um. Roast beef sandwiches. Roast beef sandwiches tonight, which I've been holding off. I'm excited about that, and then none too, dude. We almost paid. I almost paid twenty dollars two weeks yeah. ago for that. Because there's no like good tracker or notification system for like coming soon to Max. The only thing that scares me is maybe the movie's not good. Because I've noticed. I'm not expecting it to be great, but it's something to watch. Yeah. And it's scary. It's spooky season time. Yeah. I mean, um, if the first nun, you know, it was good. Cool setting. I'm not expecting a whole lot, but we've we've been on a tough run. So, I, I you know. By the way, people, Insidious 3, it, it, unless you're really looking for something to watch, and uh, the newest Annabelle movie, don't even bother. Yeah, that was, which sucked because I was talking up the first three Annabelles. Definitely the first two are fucking awesome. 
Mm-hmm. The one Annabelle might be Annabelle Creations might be one of the it's top three scariest movies for me. You also have a doll thing. You I don't like that. True. Since you were a kid, I don't like dolls. So by watching the movie, you're you're manning up, tackling the fear. Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, so last week I got fucking scared to the point I went and watched TV. I didn't tell you this, so. Uh, and it wasn't even when we watched a scary movie, but it was one of the nights I went to bed at like 12 or something with Rachel and then like woke up and it was like two o'clock and I was like, oh no, it's the witching hour. Isn't that three o'clock? Well, I think it's between two to f- two to three or something. So you woke up in the middle of the night. Woke up in the middle of the night and my closet door was open, which sometimes I, it, I, I do to sleep, but we normally keep it closed because the vents behind it. It was open and my eyes were like tired enough, dude. It looked like someone in a wedding dress was standing in my fucking closet. And you just left me in there. Well, I turned the lights on to make sure. First of all, I did the worst thing, and I tried to use just my phone, not even the yeah, flashlight. Yeah, that makes everything look. Scary. And I was like, that doesn't help. That made it even kind of a little more scary. I did enough where I got up, turned the light on, closed the door, and I was like, I'm gonna go watch uh, a funny yeah, show. Yeah, you just left me in there with the yeah. dude. Enough where. Like, I didn't, I, no, no, time out. Let me ask the question. I get at first glance being like, oh, shit, that's creepy. But like literally like you were like, I need to go watch TV to get this out of my brain. Not no, no, okay. no not that big. Ha- as your older brother, I have to make sure that you're not regressing into some <laughs> pussy. It I it was there's been a, a lot of times. I'll, yeah. R- no. As of recent, I wake up and I'm just like wide awake. I also probably I got something to eat, too, I think. Well, but yeah, I just, I just went and yeah, watched like an episode of Seinfeld, okay. but, but not not out of fear. It was more like, oh shit! Well, now my drone's going. Let me. <laughs> I did a double take on it. Okay. I like, picked my head up and then I was like, closed my eyes. I was like, wait a minute, yeah. and looked back at it. And I was like, that is. And then um, your mind starts going. I go, I am hungry, and I could watch an episode of Seinfeld right now. You have for quite some time talked about how like. Uh, you know, you're lucky that you don't have the the nighttime eating habit. Yeah, he's really been uh, in your face, dog. Hitting it, yeah. hitting it hard. But I don't wake up and pound bowls of cereal though. Anything sweet. Nah, well, see, my thing is you. I, you don't have to defend it. No, I think it's pretty normal. However, I always was proud that I didn't have that. It, yeah, and it is like you're not just gonna lose weight without trying forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So, just something to think about. Yeah, no, I, I definitely am maybe not happy when I eat in the middle of the night. Maybe don't eat, like, meals. Because I know how you like to eat, because you're not a big sweet guy. So, you're like, you want, like, fucking a thousand calories or so. That's what I'm saying, like, you're making it a, a kind of a habit. I haven't all this week. Okay. Just uh, just be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Be- because, you know, there's, you know, I do like to eat in the middle of the night, but it's like a couple Oreos. Not like a steak. Uh, yeah, well, because I do want fucking like you, sultry. Yeah, yeah. You, you like salty, meaty. Like I'll proteins. I'll I'll heat up a thing of soup. Yeah, I I, I <laughs> which doesn't help the salt that crisis. No, it doesn't. But it also anything canned is like full of salt. Yeah, but, but uh, um, yeah, I don't even like if someone tells me they have a bad habit of eating at night. I think like. Like me, like a couple cookies, snacky, a little, a little. yes, like a, literally something that fits in your hand. <laughs> Not like let me <laughs> pop on the microwave and, and make a bowl, because that's like 
Yeah. No. When I because I don't have that bandwidth. The, the Chinese food thing. It wasn't a full serving of Chinese food, and I did pop a fried egg on there. Yeah, see, that's yeah, crazy. That's, that's not even midnight snacking. I know. But, I mean, once again, I'm, like, wide awake at that point. Well, we have to, and I want to say this on camera, because if you put something out there, it makes it more re- legit. We need to be fishing more. Uh, yeah. And yeah, this we've week, had a lot of nice days. Hey. got to get out of bed a little earlier. Oh, don't put this on me. You didn't text me for, like, three whole days. Not and when. then when I texted you yesterday... You didn't get back to me for like six hours. Well, I wasn't sleeping. Well, you didn't text. I'm just saying. I got up at 930. Didn't... This isn't a competition. What I'm saying is we need to, do, to go fishing. I agree. Because I've got. Early in the week, Monday and Tuesday, I probably wasn't going to. But Wednesday, Thursday, and yesterday, I would have definitely. Well, you know, hit me up and say. Because I, I, I kind of sometimes assume like before like four o'clock. You also assume that I'm sleeping all of the time. Maybe you guys should just like pick a day and set Fishing an alarm day? and go. Because you guys I always like, wait for each other and then you're like. Here's the thing. And tell me if I'm wrong. I like to make a plan for something and you kind of like to be like, well, just text me at that time tomorrow. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll give you that. I don't like to. Uh, I. I I don't like to rush. That's I, why I don't want to feel like up against it. Well, that's why if you set a time for two, then you're not rushed because you know what time to wake up and get ready. Okay, I'm not, I wasn't trying to put. I said we. <laughs> and then you followed it up with you got to wake up earlier. Well, you do. Yeah. So. Well, I'll, here's the thing. When if he I, knows he has to wake up, he'll wake that's up. That's why I'm saying we need to go fishing because it's a, mm. a daytime. We did waste activity. a good. But we if it's an unknown plan, then he'll be like. And sleep. I, I, you, I, I, I'm depressed when I sleep like that. And I have, especially after the Phillies, there's two days after the Phillies, fucking shit to bed. I was literally like sad. Mine's not depressed. I just literally like my body takes. No, I mean once once you wake up, because no, that's I mean to like when I wake like I literally like feel like I got to get like there's gears not moving. For a second, I'm like, my back hurts a little bit. Yeah, how's the back before we check out? How, what, how are we on time? We about there? 45, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's not great. It's I'm still going to the chiropractor. I'm going to keep going. Kind of. We got kind of off the... Yeah. Yeah, they, um, you have a schedule with the chiropractor, don't you? They want you there like once a week? Wants me twice a week. But which, we didn't the last Yeah, two It's literally like a half a mile away. Yeah, and it's I'm in there for 15 minutes. It's not That wasn't the... Um, you just don't think it's going to work, well, do you? A little he bit. He was sick, and then he had the procedure. But yeah, you gotta give it a shot. I'm giving it a shot. Yeah, I I, I've never heard anybody say I went to the, the chiropractor once and it fixed my problem. Yeah, and right. that's what obviously that's now, what you I mean, want. I'm skeptical of the chiropractor, so I kind of want to see what happens. Well, I will say I told you the thing about I think I told the the, the ear pain thing. Remember, I, I, the, well, there's definitely something yeah. to it. And when I walk, he works on my right shoulder and my right hip. And when I walk out of there, I go, oh, it is feeling looser. I have better range of motion. It's just, I know, you know, he says, once everything's in line, then the body starts feeling better. I just don't know if my lower back is going to. Well, I, here's the thing I'm curious about. So you have, to, I want to know what happens. Okay. I'm on the edge of my seat. I want to see if it fixes it because you were not complaining about back pain at all. And then once you got out of the hospital, your back was, has been bothering you. And I don't, why? I I'm curious as to why. Is, I, that, is that a correct timeline? Yeah. Am I right? 
I never hurt. Yeah. My lower back was hurting when I was. But I also feel like your lower back's been hurting for like months. Well, yeah. Well, that's not what I mean. After you got out of the hospital, it's been like two, two. Here's months. the thing: it'll be just like an ache, like an aching that is. It's annoying. Yeah, that like I can just deal with. But then there like a certain point where like that ache just the you know the 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 hay that breaks the camel's back for the day. It's and cumulative. Then, yeah. Eventually, I think it was sore for a while. Like I think it's been sore for months, and then having the pressure on it from your. That's. Ascites, I think I did like, something. Like aggravated it, but that pressure should be gone now because all that fluids. Yeah, but the chiropractor explained that he's all twit, like he's all twisted. So if you stay on the schedule and go and get untwisted, then you can have potential for your back to come back. I like, I was skeptical of chiropractor because we've gotten in before where it's like, oh, just come forever four times a week. But this guy had a plan. Like he was like, we can fix this, and you will, then you can stop coming. Yeah, and I I know just from stints with chronic type pains, I mean toothaches are like, yeah. But any kind of dull pain, eventually about eight hours into your day, if it's not subsiding, but you should uh, you know, I'm gonna keep going. See what happens. Yeah, uh, but it also might just be like so much change going on in your abdomen. I, I think I definitely did something to it, whether it's skeletal or muscular. But I mean, I was, it felt like I was pregnant and like I was walking around like that. And like, even if you look at the shape of me just standing right, like right, stand, you could tell, like, like my lower back is very squished. Like, I feel like that's where I hold everything. You're a big guy. It's part of that makes sense. And having a long torso kind of, yeah, but. So I did something. It something was changed. That's what I was pointing yeah. out. It wasn't like something you complained about. And yeah, and it wasn't just like I pulled it one day. Like I know, like I you know, I didn't do something. I noticed it, but but if it came out of nowhere, and it wasn't like an injury, then it should be fixable. That's where mm-hmm. my mind's at. And I think, and I know, it, dude, to always have back pain. Yeah. I mean, I know you don't. It's not always, but most days it. it flares up the annoying part is is like i do it does feel because it's the lower back sometimes i'll stretch and it feels good but it almost does feel like i'm one good crack away from like putting it back in i know yeah. that's not the know case you but you, you do that turn and i'm like i think if i get another so inch, close i could pop this thing back in so good news is and knock on wood for it i don't think it is bone i think it is muscle yeah but like you never get a chance to let your lower back heal i mean even when i even when you sit those muscles are like doing something well maybe too you need to do some exercises to like strengthen stuff around that's it. what i was gonna say just those walks if um, you just make that a habit yeah because you I was uh, walking for a little bit yeah. uh you, it's i mean i'm I personally like i would roll my eyes kind of but if you just haven't done much exercise at all, just walking will at least build those mini muscles up a little bit. Mm-hmm, for sure, and and, listen, and just being stiff doesn't help. Like mm-hmm. I don't think it's well, just walking will loosen that up. But mm-hmm. I, 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 like you said, I don't think it's stiffness. It just came showed up seemingly one day. So I think that means it's transitory. It can be it can be remedied. Yeah, and I, I'm sure to continue losing weight will help. That never doesn't help situations. Yeah, but. Everything I mean, but I, you're gonna be all right. Yeah, and I, cause I, I look at it. It's funny too, cause like I, I look at it like your, your piece of shit car, my body sometimes. Where I'm like, 
if it's just the lower back, dude, it's on the road, it's going. You yeah. Know? <laughs> where I've had so many other things where it's like, well, at least fucking my asshole's not bleeding or at something. At least I'm not dying. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. That's another thing, too. Like, Rachel saying that just kind of, I was like, yeah, my back was hurting before I went into the hospital and stuff, but I was just, nothing felt good, so. Yeah, you were fucking. The back was the least of the concern. You were literally going to die. That was And crazy. literally for, like, Probably a month before you went to the hospital, you weren't doing anything but laying in bed. So, like, you get a lot of muscle loss Yeah, daily. Atrophy. Yeah. yeah you really do. And so, uh, probably also I would, just building back. I would also uh, say that I, the only time my back ever bothers me is when I sleep too long. For sure. Yeah. Right in that, right above the tailbone. But um, good things. But yeah, now I'm gonna I'm gonna continue with the chiropractor. Um, yeah, it's just staying on the schedule. Just, You're right. It is. I, right I, I know the I know the mindset of being like, well, I guess this is just what it's like for the rest of my life. <laughs> but I You're right. Think, there is a little part of where I'm like, it could be worse. If it could just stay this until uh, forever, it's not the worst. Thing <laughs> there is. But then uh, you're not allowed to complain. <laughs> I haven't complained that much about it. The the annoying thing is where like for the you know if I stand for a long period of time or sit or whatever, there does come a cross point where I'm like, damn it, and like you know at eleven o'clock at night, There's what am nothing. I going to do to start like walking around to you know? Yeah, you're a man. That's the one beauty about being a man is you don't have to be scared to walk in the middle of the night. Oh no, not that. It's just. You know, at that point, I'm like, I'm settled in for the night, got our shows on and stuff, and I'm like, damn it, now and my And that's back. when it starts that's, aching Yeah, because I've been sitting for like two yeah. hours at that point, and it's like, I got to either go do something, or I'm just going to kind of like, just waddle yeah. back in my seat, back and forth. You can walk up and down the stairs. Yeah, true. But, uh, nah. You'll be alright. Yeah, so we got my butthole cleaned out. That's good. Um, No more return trips to the proctologist? I know I'm I'm done with the doctors for a little. Well, I have a dentist on Monday, but what about uh, you're still going to see uh, Heil? Your yeah, GP? Uh, well, I, I they he gave me three months for a off, yeah, because so. all my numbers and stuff returned, so I don't have to see him till uh, January. Like, oh, I don't like that. They know the deal. They should fucking keep this thing going. Keep on top of your ass. <laughs> Listen, I'm glad for it because my numbers, he said, he used the term, you're ahead of the curve where I thought you were. Um, That's the danger zone, though. That's the complacency well, uh, zone. If you get excited guys... anything, you can eat salt. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to have some salt. You're not, not taking salt away yeah, from me. Yeah, I'm not worried about the salt. But, I mean, I, I like I weigh myself every day to see if I start putting on the liquid again. And if I do see, see or feel something, I will call them up. I've, you know, I'm no fool. I... Understand. Well, and we have the liver specialist in about a month. True. I do have the liver specialist. Get in with them. And then January, you follow up with the GI and with the the PCT. Just... And then in April, you get to have another colonoscopy. Wait, what? Are you serious? Yeah, you have to follow up. I have another colonoscopy? In six months. So, like, they have to see if anything's grown back? or Yeah. Is that a forever thing? I think... Immediate, at least. See, that's why. Don't even tell me about these fucking. You should go get one, like. Because they have to make sure that it healed up okay and that you don't have more. Because you had a ton for your age. This is the first I'm hearing of this, and now I'm really. You up. said okay. six months is 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 a good padding. 
you know the the drill now. I uh, it's, it's not. I yeah, I know a lot of things. I know what summer football camps like. I don't want to do that every six months. It's not fun. Well, you got, I got some a Nintendo time Switch before out then. <laughs> I did get a Nintendo yeah, Switch. Yeah, we panic out. bought a, a Nintendo Switch right before you got started. a good deal, and I've been using it a lot. It's a lot of panic fun. Panic buy? How was it a panic? Well, I was looking for a game. He was on my about phone. to start his prep. <laughs> And I was like, do I need something? How is it? Are you playing it's it? Fu- yeah, it's pretty sweet. What dude. game did you get? Um, for, actually, you're going to laugh. Well, the first thing, dude, I got uh, all of the Elder Scrolls for 30 bucks. Like Oblivion in the old game? No, no, not no, it's, um, Skyrim and all the downloadable content for that. Great game. Which, that it's... game is awesome because you don't play online. So, like, that is something I could bring in a car ride and fucking play on there. And yeah. the screen is a nice size. You could you could uh, play that game forever. Yeah, literally, I have. This time last year, I put in like two hundred hours in Skyrim. So that's for the a, second time. That was the first game I bought because it was thirty bucks for all the DLC and stuff. Took up a lot of space, but I was like, Dad, it's going to be on there forever. Like that's my if I got to go, you know, a long car ride or something. Um, and actually, I've been playing this shit out of. Uh, South Park, the Stick of Truth. I played that. That's old. It's been how long? Yeah, time. dude. It's a good. It's a good fucking game. Cause I like it. Cause I'm watching TV. Like, I can half game, half watch TV mm-hmm. with that. Um, that and then I just got the uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance good three, game. which is another uh, you know the third one, new one. Yeah, it's I still good. Played. It's not as that first one was fucking awesome. I had somewhere written down a list of like fifty things I wanted if I ever got a Switch. So I'll check out that list and, but you know. Um, use it. I am. I because that's uh we've been. I've been wanting to switch. It is just it's it's super convenient. I didn't. And you can plug it into a TV too. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize. And like that. the Ultimate Alliance, um, this co-op too. You yeah, just, you the gotta, new one, huh? But you can get a like. I would definitely get a sweet fishing simulator. I was that. looking at simulators. I couldn't find the fucking lawn mowing simulator. Seems fun, dude. There is some crazy simulators out there. There's Life in Prison Simulator, one through three. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I know what that, that consists of. Uh, there was well, a truck driving one I almost got. I've, I've tried them. They didn't really do it for me. No. Lawnmower Simulator is good. Any fishing game. I li- I've always liked fishing games. I don't know why. Uh, and, um, fuck. Power washing simulator. I want to try that. There was one, one but it, uh, I, there's other ones because the one I seen, I, it, it was just cars in a car garage. And I was like, this is. Oh, no, car mechanic? No, this was just power washing cars. Uh, no, there is a uh, uh, car mechanic simulator where you have a garage and you like buy older cars and fix them up. And the way you make money is doing like. Uh, repair jobs on cars. You you actually learn a, a good bit too about. Cars. I bet you could. I have this. Try check that out. I have I'll that. check. Yeah, I want to look more in the simulators, but like I, I don't want to you know get a bunch of games. Yeah, but yeah, no. You know what I got that I was upset about? Um, it's three dollars, and I was like, well, they came out with a second one, or maybe it's the third. Would you just do it all online, like you downloadable? Mm-hmm. It's got an e store. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know. Okay. Um, Plans for Zombies. I was like, that's a perfect. I was like, I almost want a turn-based type of game or something. And I was like, oh, sweet Plans for Zombies. Something simple. Yeah, and I was like, three bucks, steal, dude. It's like a RPG first-person shooter kind. Of. It's no, not. That's not what Plants. Not is even close to what it yeah. was. It just happens to be you're a plant you want, now. I want the old one where you put it's the just plant. Plans for Zombies. With yeah, the original. That's a great game. But um, let's wrap it up. I'll uh, show you the switch. I'll let you play with. It. The only thing I will say. And I'll put this on here because it's bound to happen if he gets a switch. Uh, you will break a switch. 
I was just going to say that. Your hands are too... I squeeze things. You, you would want to probably put it in the controller, and you would just have to buy a new controller every yeah. month. I'm not going to ever get one, because I, I never get the hankering to play a handheld game. But I also don't like watch TV and play yeah. games at the same time. But I do... I, I You know, I'll check it out. But um, anybody who's got uh, any input on chiropractors, any stories, anything we need to, to hear... Uh, let us know, and um, let's just all be alright, right? Yeah, you guys will be all right. We'll be all right. We got some roast beef sandwiches and some uh, mashed taters. Bet. Yeah, I was thinking gravy. I wanted to get some gravy type of food in before Thanksgiving, because like all of for like mm. two weeks, I won't eat like turkey and shit leading up to Thanksgiving. You know, except what I mean? for turkey lunch meat. Well, that's different. Oh, I got the. I, I tell you that uh, Giant Eagle has the honey turkey that the Wawa has. Yeah, you get it all the time. It's fucking banging. It really is. But uh, yeah, I wanted to get some like gravy type you of stuff. Put in. a ton of pe- or not salt, pepper mm-hmm. on the honey turkey. That yin and yang. Oh man. Yeah. I, don't get me started on honey. Don't even uh, honey sandwich bacon. talk. We'll have a uh, fat fest sandwich day. Um, but uh, you'll be all right. I'm Gene Labordi, Stephen Labordi, Rachel Labordi. Um, go birds. Go birds. Go birds.